a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to our show, Mighty Main Street, the faces and places of Utah, where we're showcasing our extraordinary business owners who are sharing their amazing stories with us and how they're going to thrive in today's business environment and beyond. I have Lucky Ones Coffee with me today and one of the co-owners, Katie Holyfield. Katie, thank you for being with us today on Mighty Main Street. And I know that you have a couple of other people that have helped you with this initiative, and I'm looking forward to hearing how this got started. And so who are some of the other people that have that joined you with Lucky Ones? Um, yeah, so Lucky Ones Coffee was actually founded by myself and Taylor Mackin. We founded it now about two and a half years ago. Um, we met while uh, working at the National Ability Center in Park City, um, which is a large adaptive recreation facility. Um, so I do lots of things. So we ended up meeting, though. Um, we both were very interested in doing a lot of community programming. What gave you the idea to start Lucky Ones Coffee in Park City? Uh, in fact, it's right off the freeway. Um, it's actually closer to Old Town. So it's inside of the Park City Library, um, right on Park Ave. So about a block off of Main Street. It has a gorgeous, big, off-leash dog park, um, library field that's um, it's just an open public area, so it's a pretty cool spot. It is a cool spot. I've been there. So what gave you the inspiration to open up Lucky Ones Coffee? We're both working at the National Ability Center, and um, the last thing that I was doing over there was I was a camps and community coordinator. Um, and so what that involved was a lot of adult programming, specifically for individuals with disabilities. Um, I worked very closely with their families as well, um, and so got to know a lot of them and got to know a lot of the things that you know, were struggles for them. And one of the big ones was inclusion and then employment. And so seeing that, we saw a huge need. I used to run an internship as well. Um, and it was about a 10-week internship. Um, but what we saw is there just wasn't anything after it. Um, but it was very hard to place people after the internship. And people came in and they loved it. And they, they loved learning and growing. And they were so excited. And then 10 weeks got done. And so that's kind of what got us thinking about employing individuals with disabilities. And so we had seen the model of a coffee shop work really well. And I love the idea of it's such a social place. You are so involved in the community. Every walk of life is inside of a coffee shop. And so to me, it was just very inclusive and kind of a nat very natural fit. That makes so much sense. And so yeah, and you both worked together. So you had a chance to work together at the National Ability Center in Park City, and that's where you met some of the wonderful employees and individuals to start Lucky Ones? Yeah, when we were um, first hiring, part of our, a portion of our staff um, was actually 
uh, members of, I used to run some adult programming over there. And so we do cooking classes. And um, so quite a few of uh, the adults from there applied to Lucky Ones. And then when we were first getting started, it was a lot of word of mouth that we were um, putting out blasts on Facebook and Instagram and letting people know we were hiring. But we were still just so small at that point that uh, it was a lot of word of mouth that actually got us um, people coming in and applying. And uh, we started with about 12 members of our staff. We have about 17 now. Um, and we have about over double that, like closer to 40 people that have applied online. Um, and that doesn't include the people that come in every day asking for jobs. So um, growing and uh, opening a, another coffee shop is definitely something that is on our to-do list. And uh, we're actively seeking right now. I'm so glad to hear that. Please come to Salt Lake, Katie. We'd love to have you in Salt Lake. So uh, how, that is one of the places we've been looking. <laughs> good. I'm glad to hear that. How does this change the uh, the individuals that are that are facing disabilities that are still facing being one of the most underemployed groups of individuals in the United States? How does it change them? What have you witnessed? Yeah, um, and they say, I mean, one in five adults has a disability, and of those, about eighty percent is unemployed. Um, so it's such a huge gap. And uh, what we see is parents always talk about the cliff that after 21, um, adults kind of face the cliff that their social services drop off, their um, natural social group, groups drop off, and um, so does like they're learning and growing. And so um, for us, that was a big part of making Lucky Ones, that we wanted to make it somewhere um, that was inclusive, that was safe, that you could come and learn and grow. Um in our environment, outside of Lucky Ones, I think that we've had so many success stories that um, even leadership opportunities of um, for our individuals that work at Lucky Ones, that they might work somewhere else in town and people will come in and see the responsibility that we let people, all of our employees know how to run the cash register. Um, we work with them on closing out the cash money at the end of the night. Um, and so it's huge responsibilities that they aren't necessarily naturally given in other situations. Um, and so that's been one of my favorite things to see is people coming in and truly seeing how much people enjoy interacting with our staff. Um, and so we've had a lot of businesses around, too, that have reached out and asked us if um, they know anyone who could be placed in their business. Um, and that's one of the biggest things for me is I'm absolutely, I would love to, uh, you know, be that liaison and be that helping hand um, and hope that this goes a little wider in the community. You know what, um, Katie, you're talking about a very cool business model, and that is that you could help place these individuals through a business model because you talk about an impact within a company. When companies are facing what how important culture is and they're talking and all the big diversity and inclusion programs that they have going on, this is part of their diversity and inclusion program. And that is having a, a beautiful individual like this on board that really makes people, you know, appreciate, develop a certain amount of kindness. It really could change the the, the the tempo and the culture of an organization. So maybe Lucky Ones could start Lucky Ones employment opportunities or something like that. Yeah, it's definitely been something that we've discussed in the past because um, it is something that, you know, we're moving the needle here. And I think a big part of that is um, just getting in front of people. And it's something that you come in and it's a, you put a face to it um, and you get to see the mission in action. And um, for a lot of people, I think that employing individuals with disabilities can be overwhelming and scary. 
And you come into our coffee shop and you realize our employees are awesome. But, you know, they I never have a problem if someone's sick filling a day. Um, and that to me is just amazing, especially in um, Park City, the unemployment rate is so low that there's so many restaurants um, and businesses out there that are really struggling to find staff and find good staff that will show up. Um, and I feel really fortunate that our staff, they pick up each other's shifts. You, you know, they help out anytime that we need. Um, and they show up early usually and, you know, dressed and ready and excited to work. Um, and I know you've talked about culture, that that is something that's so hard to find. One of the things that really impressed me, Katie, about Lucky One's Coffee and that I've got to share with everybody, and that is that uh, explain the name Lucky One's Coffee, because I know what you're going to say. Why do you call it Lucky <laughs> One's Coffee? Um, yeah, so we are we are actually going through and trying to think of a name when we were first developing the business idea. Um, and both me and Taylor used to work as ski instructors uh, for the National Ability Center. Um, and so we were out on lessons with individuals on the ski hill. And um, people would come up to us, and it was always well-meaning. But they would come up and say, oh, you're such an angel for what you do. Um, and so that's kind of where we derived our name from, that we truly feel like we are the lucky ones. And my life has been so changed by working with individuals with disabilities and um, I have learned and grown so much by working with these people that, you know, we named it Lucky Ones Coffee because we truly feel like we are the lucky ones um, to get to experience neurodiversity. It's no wonder you guys are successful right now. I'm so glad to hear you're going to open up a second operation. Would you? Can we have the address of where you are again in Park City? And just in closing, we'd love to hear your website and then just maybe a couple of the wonderful coffees and delicious bites we can have when we go there. So we are located at 1255 Park Avenue. Um, in Park City, Utah, so right inside of the Park City Library. Um, you can check us out online at luckyonesonescoffee.com. And then as far as treats and drinks, we have such a wide variety. We have paninis. We have yummy avocado toast, uh, chicken salad toast. Um, and then our team makes killer drinks. That We have lattes, chai lattes, um, cappuccinos, and our team, I really pride myself on uh, the fact that they are competitive as baristas, that they love to go check it out. So they can make uh, one mean dry cappuccino and really pride themselves on that. (laughs) Well, we're missing out if we're not not heading to Lucky Ones right now in Park City and having one of those mean (laughs) ones. So all the best to you, Katie, and to Taylor. You You guys are doing amazing work. I have such a deep appreciation, and especially after experiencing this with, um, with Howdy Ice Cream that I just, my heart goes out to you and I want to support you in any way I can. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for taking your time to talk with me today. You were brought to us by Utah Office of Tourism, just so that you know. They asked us to give you a call and it's my pleasure. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you. If you want to hear this interview again, download the KSL News Radio app or listen anywhere you find great podcasts. Just search Mighty Main Street. We're coming right back on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? 
I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.